guys. It's Joanne. Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about some changes at the Fancy Free Podcast. As my regular listeners have noticed, there have not been weekly episodes coming out in the new year as planned. I just have bitten off a bit more than I can chew, honestly, and it's no longer doable for me to put out an episode every week. It's funny when I listen to my favorite podcast at the end, sometimes it's like, narrated by so-and-so and and engineered by blah, 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 and edited by this and that person. And I always think, yeah, Fancy Free Podcast is narrated by Joanne Jarrett, edited by Joanne Jarrett, engineered by Joanne Jarrett. (laughs) It's a lot. And I love, love, love doing it, but I do have a lot of irons in the fire. But I miss it. So we're getting back to it. And the new plan is going to be a new episode every other week. And if you are relatively new to the podcast, there are a ton of back episodes that you can binge while you're waiting in between episodes. All right, enjoy this week's episode. You are listening to the Fancy Free Podcast, where my guests and I tell our most embarrassing funny stories so that we all feel less alone in our imperfections and forge connection through vulnerability and humor. I'm Joanne Jarrett, and I'm your host, And today I have with me a local guest, local to me, Amanda Miller. Amanda is a fast food worker who loves talking with people and making people laugh and helping them smile just a little bit brighter. She tries to be an upbeat, positive person, which she finds is a plus when you work in customer service. And you guys, I have to tell you that the way I found Amanda was she works at my local McDonald's and I cannot resist a $1 giant Diet Coke. So I've come into contact with Amanda many times. And the thing that struck me about her is just her humor and the personality that shines through. Like, Have you ever noticed a personality shining through a fast food speaker? It's rare. So I was like, who is this girl? And then she has such cute personal style. And I just like, I like this girl. I want to talk to her more. That is why I have Amanda on the show today. And at first she was like, I don't think, I mean, I just like cold asked her, I handed her a business card through the window and she was like, I don't know. And then she emailed me. So I was so happy. So Amanda, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, thank you, Joanne. It was just a joy to be here. This was so out of my comfort zone. And I'm just so excited. I love people who are exhilarated by being outside of their comfort zone. I admire that because that's not so much myself. Although this whole thing is not so much now out of my comfort zone, but at the beginning it was. So I can totally relate. Well, fill in the blanks. Tell the listeners more about who you are and what you do. What did I miss? I think you really summed up a lot of it, but yeah, I'm a fast food worker. I'm a hard worker. I love interacting with people. I've got a couple dogs. I live with my folks here in a small little town here, going on, living life, and just trying to look on the brighter side of things. Awesome. I love it. Okay, what are your dog's names? We have Baby. She is 13. And then we have Spud. And I think he's almost a year old. We just got him back in September. Oh, so you got baby a puppy. <laughs> kind of. Uh-huh. Anyway, a little gift from my dad. He needed a buddy. Oh, that's so cute. Spud, I love it. Have you lived in rural Montana your whole life? I lived in Missoula till I was like eight or nine years old. And then we moved out here about 20 years ago, 30 miles west of Missoula. It's It's been great. I graduated in class of less than 20 kids. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And in a way, I think that sounds so good. But then when I look at the kids at my 
kids' school that they maybe have trouble with thinking about them being with not a lot of other options would be really hard. So I think in a way, it's like really character building to be in such a small class because you have to figure out how to get along with people that you would not choose to be around for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So I want to know, have you ever done any acting or were you ever involved in drama because you are so well-spoken? The professionalism that seeps off of you in the same sentence that humor does, it's just rare to me. Or you just naturally like that. What the heck? Well, I will say I did a couple years of drama in high school and I had the best teacher. Aww. We did a couple of plays. It's, you know, small town thing. So it was, you know, not much in the costumes or the grandness of like some of these other fancy places, but it was just all of us. And for her, the main thing as a teacher was for all of us was just to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I think just a couple of years of that really helped me break out of my shell. Yes. Although I think ironically, starting at McDonald's when I did when I was, you know, 19 years old, I had a lot of good mentors around me that kind of kicked the shyness that right out of me, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I think a lot of people that come off as really outgoing are not necessarily. I come off to people as really outgoing, but I'm actually shy. And I was so shy as a kid that I would just hide behind my mom. I would never want to answer the phone or answer the door. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how customer service roles can really teach you how to interact with people and be comfortable with it. I think I wonder if it's something about like the script. Like you're you're not just making small talk with people. You have a purpose, they have a purpose, you have a little bit of a guideline for the conversation and then you can spice it up and it's kind of fun within those confines. Yeah, I 1000% agree on that. Yeah, awesome. All right, well let's get to know you a little better with your rapid fire questions. What is your love language? I'm very touchy-feely. Like, for the people I'm close with and I care about, I'm a big hugger. My hugs are kind of famous. I'm kind of known for cracking backs. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that, and my other one's probably just, like, cooking for people. I love being in the kitchen, making stuff for people, and that's kind of how I show my love. What do you like to cook? I think a lot of it's just comfort foods. You know, Italiano, um, mm. sometimes a lot of, like, manicotti. I'll make my mom's enchiladas. I'd like to try new things too. Okay, what's the weirdest thing in your purse? I don't know if it's that weird, but I have a bottle opener. Oh, you're just resourceful. <laughs> also, it makes your purse kind of heavy, so you could use it as a as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, it's only just like a little one, but I thought it was just kind of cute and little. It's like in the shape of a little cowboy boot. <laughs> oh, adorable. So you're like, yeah, I'll carry that with me. You never know when that might come in handy. Uh-huh. Between that and a pocket knife. Uh, well, oh, okay. Well, we are in Montana, so... I can't believe how many people carry weapons around here. It's it's amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Smart, I think. Do you name your cars? Does your current car have a name? Oh, I go back and forth with her. Sometimes I call her Bertha. Other times I call her Alejandro. Because <laughs> it's a big red car. <laughs> and sometimes she's spicy. <laughs> oh, that's cute. What is your best feature? Um, I like to think my hair is a pretty good one. Yeah, I thought you were probably going to say your hair because I I have to admit to you that a few times I've driven through with my girls and I'm like, oh, it's this one girl before I knew your name. You got to see her hair. It's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's like curly and all shades of red. And oh my gosh, I just love it. I love what you do with your hair. Okay. What is your home decorating style? Sometimes I'll go more towards the artsy, the girly, the sparkly. Mm-hmm. As my dad okay. calls it, slightly ostentatious. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> A little bit of sparkle never hurt anybody. Come on, Dad. Uh Uh-huh. For him, cream is an exciting color. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's cute. <laughs> He's like, but it's not white. Do you see what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay, Dad. <laughs> uh, that's cute. Okay, if you had 24 hours in your home alone with no pressing to-dos, what would you spend your time doing? I would probably be just blasting my music and just having myself a little dance party, probably. Okay. And what kind of music do you like? Oh, sometimes it's a lot of classic rock and roll. Other times I'm definitely, you know, being out here, lots of country music. Sometimes I'll go towards jazz and well, I'm a sucker for musicals. Mm-hmm. So if no one's home, my folks dislike musicals. So a lot of times <laughs> I will just blast it when they're not here. What's your favorite musical? One of my favorites has definitely got to be like Rent or um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. Have you ever met a celebrity? Uh, actually, yes. Tell me more. Oh, what is her name? Marie Osmond. Wow. Tell me how you did that. That was a long, long time ago. Like, I was a little kid here, like, oh, gosh, this was probably back in the 90s here. Um, I have some relatives that lived out there in Deborgia. My aunt at the time, she had, like, a little antique store, and Marie Osmond had some doll collections, and she was, like, one of the top sellers at the time. And then, so there, she came up there for, like, a big party, and Marie Osmond actually, like, made a doll that looked like her. My mom's got a signed doll, too. You're kidding. So you got to meet her. Was she nice? Do you remember? Yeah, she seemed nice enough. I mean, I think she was more occupied with adult stuff, so I was probably busy messing around with my sister, probably. Yeah, probably. I think that there are probably lots of celebrities in your parking lot at McDonald's because sometimes I'll see really, really fancy like unlabeled RVs and buses and I'll think, hmm, who's that passing through? But they probably don't come through the drive-thru or come in the store very often. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you never know sometimes. I know a few years back, a friend of mine was working, I won't say at Taco Bell or somewhere, and Kevin Costner was in there. You're kidding. Well, I guess that makes sense, right? He's been in the area for Yellowstone. Huh. Uh Uh-huh. Every now and then, anybody can get a hankering for some Taco Bell or a McDonald's $1 Diet Coke. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay, who who is the funniest person you know? Oh, probably my mom. Well, lucky you. I may have to interview her, too. (laughs) Yeah, she's a hoot. Be warned with her, though. (laughs) Oh, it's all right. I I can handle it. (laughs) Okay, what's your favorite joke? If you can think of it off the top of your head, then you're my hero. Yeah, here. It's kind of a cheesy one. I love it. Why do cows have hooves? I don't know why. Because they lack toes. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I've never heard that. Yeah, it was a hard one to utter. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes, I'm milking it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's so good. You caught me off guard three times. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Okay, I'm so glad I asked you that question. <laughs> okay, uh, what is something unexpected that has changed about you in the past few years? I guess my outlook on life a little bit, how precious and short life can be. Yeah. And learning to sometimes just live in those moments and not get so worried about the future or so kicking yourself about the past. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Just learn yes. to kind of take in the moments and actually, you know, breathe a little bit. Totally. That's so good. Okay. What is your favorite thing about the place you live? I love the mountains. We're surrounded by mountains here and I love how peaceful it is. Yeah, me too. Ditto. I grew up 
somewhere where you could always see mountains all around you in, in a valley in Nevada in Reno. And then I lived in Nebraska for a little while and there weren't any mountains. And I realized I felt kind of untethered there. Like you can just see as far as your eye can see. And it just, I don't know, there's like something cozy about feeling surrounded by mountains on all sides that I didn't appreciate till I didn't have it. And now I love being back in the mountains. Yeah. My mom always has this saying that the mountains kind of have a way of calling you home. Yep. I know that feeling. Well, as you know, the point of this podcast is to tell the audience a not-so-fancy moment so that they can remember they're not the only ones that have embarrassing moments and to demonstrate how when we tell each other these things, then we're, we're more connected and we're more bonded. So what do you have for us today? I was mortified at the time, but now I can just look back on it and just laugh and laugh. Perfect. <laughs> A few years back, I was car shopping, and this, that was a whole other story of why I had to go car shopping, but I was going with my mom, and we were test driving this one car out of this certain parking lot that I don't want to mention the name of, because it's no <laughs> longer in business, probably for a good reason. The guy put the license plate on the back of the car kind of funny. It's like a magnet one or whatever. So then oh, yeah. we're just taking it out by the airport and looping around, and all of a sudden, I'm looking in my mirror, and I see a cop car. At first, I'm thinking, <sighs> oh, we need to get around, um, thinking, oh, they're trying to come through. And mom's like, I think they're trying to pull you over. Oh my gosh. And I was just, I swear I went probably like five shades of white. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. You immediately think, "What? I'm a criminal. What have I done? I did something terribly wrong. I know. I just know it. Uh-huh. So then I had to pull in right there by the airport. This was before all the construction, so it wasn't so goofy there. But mm-hmm. guy talked to me. He's like, uh, you realize your license plate's like this? I'm like, yeah, they're like, is this your car? And I'm like, no, I'm just test driving it out. That's how the like how the guy put it on there. And he's like, he put it on there incorrectly. I'm like, yeah. Oh <laughs> so was the salesman in the car with you or was it just you and your mom? Just me and my mom. This is something new to me in Montana. This has happened to us too, where we go test drive a car and the person doesn't come along and they just trust you. They have a, I mean, they have your driver's, a copy of your driver's license, but there's so much like trust and handshaking going on here in Montana. You guys would not believe it. Anyway, <laughs> that's so crazy. Okay. So did he excite you? Did he give you a ticket? Nope. He did not. Thankfully he gave me, <sighs> yeah. He's like, since it's not your car, it's not your thing. Otherwise I, yeah. So I was totally okay with it. And then yeah, to get out the car and do all that stuff. And I was just absolutely mortified. And of course, not only was there one cop car there, then I saw there was another cop car pulled behind that cop. <gasps> for so for backup? <laughs> apparently. They're like, this woman looks like she means business. I need backup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but did you buy the car? No. Okay. <laughs> you had bad memories in that car. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it didn't help that to first, in order to test drive the car, the guy had to jumpstart the battery. Oh, you're- That's probably a good sign right there. Bad sign right off the bat. You're uh-huh. like, oh well, we're already in it. We might as well take it for a spin. But this car is not making a good first impression. Uh uh-uh. It's also a cop magnet. Strike number two. Yeah, we took it back to the lot, and just on the way there, I am just like dead silent, and my mom is just she was sitting there watching this whole thing, nice and quiet, not saying anything. And oh my god, as soon as we left the parking lot, oh my god, she started cracking up and laughing. I just you're like, like thank 20 God. minutes Thanks for the emotional support. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So did were you, you couldn't laugh at it at the time you were, you were no. not over it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited. <laughs> I never had any run-ins with the police at all. Well, except one time. And that was again, not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you're like wrong people, wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So did you give the man, the salesman, a tongue lashing about putting the license plate on so cattywampus that you actually got pulled over by law enforcement? Uh, I probably should have. I was probably, you know, more of a quite, you know, trying to be, I was maybe like 22 at the time. So I was like still not so assertive in my ways. Mm, new at adulting. Uh-huh. New at adulting. But we definitely told him and he's like, oh, he's an idiot or whatever. Just like, really? Oh, Nice. So how often does your mom remind you of that? She hasn't reminded me of it in a while, but... Okay. <laughs> I think she was a little more hesitant to get into a car with me after that for a while. <laughs> it wasn't your fault! <laughs> well, that and the whole, you know, mother control freak thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So did you test drive after that, or did you make your mom do it? Oh, no, I test drive after. I've been... Oh, I think the next time I ended up going test driving was with my dad, and then I ended up getting a car then, so... No cops that time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you had a run in with the law since? Um, nope. All might have been great. <laughs> I actually serve quite a few officers in the drive through. <laughs> so you've got friends in high places now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, I don't like test driving cars because I'm irrationally paranoid that I'm going to crash in the lot, like crash one car that's for sale into another car that's for sale. And <laughs> I mean, I, it's probably not so far off base because I have had four different car versus residence slash garage door encounters in my in my uh, early 30s. But now I'm in my 40s and it hasn't happened in a long time. But I do not test drive cars. I just trust my husband to test drive them. I'm like, I will pick out the color. You test drive it. There's no way I'm getting behind the wheel of this car till we own it. And I just won't do it. But it never occurred to me about getting pulled over. But oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad you found yourself a car. Is that Alejandra? Is that the one you bought then? You still have her? That car had a different name. The one Alejandra is the one I currently own. Oh, okay. You have a different car now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one finally... Uh, she died. Well, I sold her off. But yeah, this one I have now, I just love. What is one surprising thing about you that nobody would be able to tell just by looking? I would probably say that I can carry a tune. Okay. So do you sing at the top of your lungs in your car? Oh, yeah. I scream sing, too. Yeah. I've been known to kill it once or twice at karaoke. Oh, really? What's your favorite karaoke song? First song I ever did on karaoke was uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Mmm, good one. And the second one I did was Winona Judd, No One Else on Earth. Okay. I, I love that, that deeper tone kind of voice. I'm not sure I know that one. Oh, are you saying you want me to sing it for you? <laughs> well, I can't think of how it goes. I could Google it. Don't worry. But yeah, <laughs> sing me the chorus. Here, I'll start with a little forced chorus for you. Okay. I am a rock and I got my fences. I never yes. let them down. When it comes to love, I keep my senses. I don't get kicked around. I love it. That was so good. Ooh. Oh, thank you. You got to make karaoke a bigger part of your life. I don't. Is there even karaoke anywhere around here? Oh, yeah. There's quite a few places. I know the Sunrise does karaoke frequently. A um, couple bars, you know, out here, like Tracks Bar here in Alberton does it. All right. Well, tell me where the listeners can find you. If they, Besides driving through the McDonald's at the Y, where can the listeners find you online? I guess, yeah, you could just find me on Facebook. All right. Do you want me to put a link in the show notes or just have them search for you? Um, you could put a link, I suppose. Okay. Awesome. Well, 
Amanda, this has been so much fun. I really enjoy getting to know you better, and you are so funny. You, you know, it's it's not very often that I just spontaneously burst into scream laughter, which I did like three times in a row on your favorite joke. So that was really fun. Thank you so much for being with me today. Yeah, my pleasure. It was a blast. Oh, thank you. So is there anything else you wanted to include? You're not writing a book or anything you want to promote? I don't think so at the moment, just how wonderful you are. Oh, well, thank you. That's sweet. Oh my gosh, you guys, that was so much fun. Remember to follow the show wherever you're listening right now so that new episodes pop into your feed each week. If you have a story to tell, email me at notfancy at fancyfreepodcast.com. And if you want more connection, laughter, and sharing, join the Fancy Free Facebook group. I'd also love it if you tell at least one friend about the show this week. If this show makes you feel less alone or makes you laugh, then share it because we would love to get into more listeners' ears. Also, if you use your code FANCYFREE at checkout at Shelfie Shop, you will get free shipping. And just to remind you, if you like to rip your bra off at the end of the day, but you need a little bit of support and coverage and like really, really cozy loungewear and pajamas, check out Shelfie Shop. It's made just for you at S-H-E-L-F-I-E-S-H-O-P-P-E dot com. Have a wonderful week. And remember, no one is as fancy as they look. <laughs> <laughs>